Hello and welcome back to the Sleuth Bears. Um, today we will be discussing um, the existence of dinosaurs um, in the modern era. Well, not that dinosaurs exist currently, but did they exist ever even? But before we do that, we're going to kick it off with some Bible trivia. And so today's question is, who was Jesus' most famous cousin? I know the answer. So if you guys want to guess first. Hmm. I don't know why I am being led to this answer because I am pretty sure it's wrong, but I feel like it's possible that it's right, but a 1% chance. Is it any way possible that it was John the Baptist? Because I feel like it was not. Philip? I do not know. Ross is correct. Nice. I need more self-confidence. Based. So today we will be discussing dinosaurs. And really, um, let's go ahead and have Ross kick us off. So basically, a question that like I feel like a lot of people have as Christians is like, you know, dinosaurs don't really fit that well in the Bible because the Bible kind of leads us to believe that the earth is not as uh, old as modern scientists claim to be. And a lot of Christians will be like, oh, yeah, you know, maybe the six days was not a literal six days or, oh, yeah, there's probably a big gap in between the six days and like whenever the first human was made, which animals and plants were made in the book of Genesis before Adam. However, I personally have always thought that to be wrong, which maybe it is right. I honestly, at the end of the day, do not know. But the reason why is because in Genesis, it will say that the earth was created in six days. And then in Genesis, it will also talk about how like Noah lived to be like 950 years old or however long. So by that logic, since it's like the same book, it doesn't really make sense that like the time periods would be different. So by that logic, no would have to live like trillions of years or something like that. But that's just my take. You may have just heard Wyatt sneezing in the background. I'd just like to say bless you. Bless you. Bless you. Absolutely. So do you think we should... um so if we're, when we're talking about do dinosaurs exist, I think Ross is right. This kind of naturally leads into, um, you know, how old is the earth? Because we are told we're taught in school that the earth is like 63 trillion years old or whatever. And I think it's 4.5 billion, but some you know, whatever. It's just day, some it's not ridiculously large number that is unfathomable. And the earth is, you know, a million billion years old. Can I say why it is an unfathomable? I don't think I said that word right, but yeah. like a really big number. To me, it is a really big number because science has to make sense of unexplainable things. And if you're going to say that we, every single species came from like one single cell and just evolved, you need a massive time frame to even make that plausible. But even then, it's not, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, no. 
I agree. So, you know, talking about dinosaurs naturally leads to how old is the earth, kind of naturally leads into discussions on evolution. I don't I don't think you know that's not the specific topic, but it kind of those lend themselves to each other, obviously. Um and at the same time, do you do you guys think that we should um talk about how dinosaur but before we talk about what we want to talk about, which is dinosaurs aren't real, just to, you know, spoiler alert. Do you think we should first kind of talk about how maybe dinosaurs and a 63 million year old earth and evolution could fit within like the Christian faith? Because I know Ross just said some Christians might believe there were gaps in the timeline. Blah, 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 blah. Should we address that first and explain those positions or should we just get right into what we believe? I think we might as well address it if you want to start with that. Or if somebody does. No, yeah. Describing how dinosaurs fit into a biblical perspective is important because truly we do not know is the answer. (laughs) We might think we know, but we do not know the 100% authentic answer. But basically, I guess I can break this down a little bit, but supposedly dinosaurs were on Noah's Ark. And the firmament was protecting the uh, earth from UV rays. And we basically, that's why we lived longer back then. That's why dinosaurs were able to live longer because the UV rays were being um, like impacted by the firmament. But then when uh, the earth flooded, the firmament went away, and then dinosaurs died out afterwards, and now people don't live very long. That's basically the biblical perspective of how we explain dinosaurs, which was obviously thought up within the last 150 years, 200 years, whatever it was. Yes, because uh, the concept of dinosaurs is pretty young, but I do have something to add biblically. It does not mention dinosaurs in the Bible. Well, I would hope it to be biblically. However, uh, absolutely, Wyatt. Even though it does not mention dinosaurs in the Bible, many people believe that it could. Like, I think dragon is mentioned a couple times. And before, uh, Lane is shaking his head, so he might have a little bit to add. But before uh, dinosaurs, like the term was made up, uh, a lot of people would just describe them as dragons. Which I do honestly believe that dragons were, my voice cracked a little bit, but I do believe that dragons were real, potentially. Again, I don't know, but we'll get into it a different time later. Now, yeah, Ross, so, I, I, well, hang on. I don't know if this what is I got to say is very important. Is what I was going to say is also very important. Well, and what I was going to say is um, they were seen as a dragon bone or a giant bone. Nephilim. The end. Also, I think that uh, uh, we talked is... about Nephilim Guys. on uh, the last episode. Also, so if you want more of our take on that, uh, maybe Nephilim are aliens. Go check out last episode. I think that things are also referred to as as dragons in a metaphorical sense, if I'm not mistaken. I think that might be what Ross is talking about. Um, I'm pretty sure in the book of Revelation, they say the dragon from the West. Possibly referring to China. Well, what was uh, what is it called? Leviathan. What is that? Yes, that. Anyone is... know about that? 
So you don't have a mic. <laughs> Levi so Philip said the Leviathan is the Loch Ness monster in case you couldn't hear him. Um if I'm correct, Leviathan comes up in the book of Job, which coincidentally is my favorite book of the Bible, in case anyone was wondering. Um, that is good information. Or it's maybe. one of them, at least. It's hard to pick a favorite. Um, but uh, if I remember correctly, Leviathan is mentioned, and it's at least typically thought of as a giant sea creature, um, like at the depths of the ocean. It's it's like, you know, sailors were afraid of the Leviathan in the sea or something. Um, so that could be a, that could be some sort of Loch Ness monster. That could be a dinosaur that's in the oceans. That could be... Uh, you know, some some just some sort of giant aquatic dragon, an aquatic beast. There's also, I think, mentioned the behemoth, which I know less about. But the Leviathan, at least, could be a dinosaur, could be a dragon, could just be a big fish. Yes, and the Levi- Leviathan does have a big backing that, like, it is a sea. Because, like, in Isaiah, it says, in Isaiah uh, 27, 1, it says, at the end of the verse, Leviathan, the coiling serpent, he will slay the monster of the sea. And something else I'm going to pull up, because uh, Philip is right, it does mention dragon in Revelations. Uh, Revelation, or just Revelation, before Lane corrects me, with, with adding the S, it says uh, in Revelation 12.3, it says, Then another sign appeared in the heaven, an enormous red dragon with seven heads and ten horns and seven crowns on its head. I do not know uh, what versions, because this website won't let me see like what translations. But like at the end of the day, like the dragon has to be kind of like in somebody's head to describe it. Uh, so John. John said, uh, John is any, writing the book of Revelation. In, in case anybody was uh, wondering, Revelation is my favorite book of the Bible. Revelation 22, not 22, but Revelation chapter 20, verse 2, Ross, uh, kind of just going off. I think you just said chapter 12 or 13. Um, if you go to chapter 20, verse 2, it says, He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent, who is the devil or Satan. And bound him for a thousand years. So yes, yeah, so that's exactly what Philip was talking about. Of yeah, of of a dragon being a more metaphorical thing. So the point I think is in the Bible times, the idea of dragons existed, obviously. And and I think what people will point to, if you're a Christian who believes in dinosaurs, which is basically every Christian probably, or or most Christians, because most people believe in dinosaurs because they just got so it's taught as a fact, popular culture, and just taught in school, and it's like. It's hard to not believe in something that is so just everywhere. Right. Um, Littlefoot and everything. Um, Why am I know some extra characters? Well, what I was going to say is, like, people don't believe, like, there might be some people that believe in dragons, but dragon is not a pop, in my opinion, does not feel like people don't believe in dragons. People believe in dinosaurs but so, why not dragon? Why, if they were going to fake dinosaurs, why not just throw in dragons with them? Because they're such like they're in everything. Like people talk about dragons, you know, even when the Bible was being written. So why not throw dragons in there too? So a thing with dragons is there's no like fossils of it, but like they were, if they were to fly, then they'd have probably bird bones, which bird bones don't fossilize because they are hollow. But another pterodactyl. Thing, uh, 
which do you know if they have fossils of that? Well, they know they existed, supposedly. Maybe, but a backing of I don't know the information, so I'm just gonna <laughs> skip past it. But a Checkmate. backing, a backing for dragons though is if you look at all these ancient civilizations, and it is kind of seen as mythology, but like pretty much all of them believe in dragons, or at least have art with dragons and a ton of things with that, which is kind of crazy because. Like, allegedly, there's no connector between these civilizations. And they still, like, all had dragons in their art or whatever. Uh, there's also the possibility that it could be more, kind of like the, as Ross was describing the Leviathan, uh, more of a large serpent. Then I feel like the thing about dragons that people don't necessarily believe in is more fiction is the uh, fire-breathing dragon. So without that aspect, I think it's a lot more believable. So if you just think of it like as a big, big snake. And I think maybe what Ross is trying to say is why in the book of Revelation does it talk about dragons? And why do all of these ancient civilizations have dragons and medieval times we have myths about dragons? It's like that had to come from somewhere. And if you're a Christian who believes in dinosaurs... You probably are saying people believed in dragons because there used to be dinosaurs. Or maybe that was another story that was passed down by Noah, you know, or the, the people of Noah's time seeing dinosaurs, passing that down. And then the legend of dinosaurs eventually morphed into discussions of dragons. Yeah. So what I like, why I originally said this to kind of circle back was a lot of people, because dragons were mentioned in the Bibles and dinosaurs were not, people think that they are the same thing and the name just switched. Does that make sense? Do you guys get that? No, it makes sense. So that is why I originally brought it up. Absolutely. So I think that let's like kind of maybe go through a little bit of the history of dinosaurs and like why we think that science might be wrong. So something that just stuck out to me probably more than anything was like, I don't have the exact date if somebody wants to search that up you can or you guys could just take my word for it but dinosaurs like the concept of dinosaurs did not exist assuming that you are not accounting for like maybe dragons being the same as dinosaurs that concept did not exist until like the 1840s 50s 60s like which is in the entire history of the earth which could be like 6000 something years or 4.5 billion whatever like that time frame is still a very small time frame for this to just come out thin air. So five second Google search reveals it's either 1841 or 42. Uh, British scientist Richard Owen uh, coins the word dinosaur. So interesting note, George Washington had no idea that the dinosaurs existed. Had they ever. Speak more on that. Um, the date that dinosaurs were discovered was after George Washington was alive. So yeah, so so Ross, do you want to give us a little bit more history? You know, what what was what what did he find that caused him to create, or or not to? Uh, uh, what, what did he find that made him start believing in dinosaurs and spreading the idea of dinosaurs? Yeah, so I believe the first like kind of potential like fossils or whatever was like from teeth, and from teeth they kind of like oh where these teeth come from or something along that line and then dinosaurs was coined and then after dinosaurs was like 
made as a term is whenever they found like they whenever they started to find like actual bones that aren't teeth and uh you can also like look like in museums and stuff you could see that like old like most of those bones at least like 90 percent of them on display are not actual like fossilized bones which is like they're all like molds or they're made and there has been a fraudulent past with dinosaurs too like with the bones, there's been a lot of man-made ones that are told to be true because it is an industry. There's a lot of money in it. There's jobs in it. And everybody wants to have that big discovery. And there, there's some room for error. If anybody would like to add anything, uh, feel free. Um, <laughs> I was kind of hoping you would run through the whole history of the whole the whole ordeal, the bone war, if you will. Yeah, so I can go through it a little bit more. Uh, I just felt like I was talking for a while, so I was going to maybe pass the torch. But yeah, so whenever dinosaurs were first, uh, like in the beginning years of it, there were basically two scientists, which I don't know if I want to say their name because some of them are looking kind of hard to say. Othniel Charles Marsh is one of them. And then Marsh Edward and Drinker Cope is the other one. And basically these scientists, there was like a race. It's also known as uh, the Bone Wars or the Great Dinosaur Rush. And basically they just wanted to have all these discoveries, finding the bones and everything as quickly as they could. For the like name recognition, like just the history, and whenever people are competing like that, there is room for a lot of like, you know, people are going to cheat. Athletes cheat. If you want to win at something, a lot of people are going to turn to cheating. That's just human nature. And something else that we could say too is, so dinosaurs are like created as a concept and now all of a sudden people are finding bones whereas like where were these bones in the entire history of the earth before whenever you know humans were exploring the earth and all of that like people were in caves and stuff nobody ever found a dinosaur bone yeah i think it to date i think they've only found 2100 sets of dinosaur bones so 2100 dinosaurs in total Potentially, um, which just seems a bit on the low side. Just figuring like they had, they should be everywhere. If there's, if we're finding twenty one hundred diff or different dinosaurs, where are the other dinosaurs of the same kind? Is what you're saying? Like no, just like, like there yeah, should be like, more. It's there's twenty one different like. Kinds or no, no, not even twenty one kinds. Everywhere, twenty one sets. Oh, twenty one sets. Twenty one hundred sets. Sorry. Okay. Um. Also, another thing I'm curious about, Ross. I don't. I don't know the answer to this, but uh, you have your computer open, so maybe a five second Google search. I'm also curious how many like dinosaur bones or like skeletons have been found outside of like professional archaeology. Yeah, so what, yeah, how many independent researchers? Like, how many people have just, like, stumbled across? I know I saw on LinkedIn a, a student from a university found a dinosaur bone or 
bones plural not sure but i so there's one <laughs> i think she was I'm, she may have been in the paleontology program at the university i'm not 100 percent certain that'd be a pretty cool find though yeah that would be figuring cool. it is real and but it could be a very real like bone but like people don't know what bones belong to which is a consider it's like oh this bone's huge this could be a dinosaur which is something else to potentially think about uh and so also with what Wyatt said with like something with like 2100 sets or even then like regardless we have to consider that with what science says I mean, dinosaurs used to rule the world. Like, they had a giant era. They were everywhere. They were thriving. And they were killed off by, like, an asteroid or something. So if that were true, and there were so many, and they were so dominant, these massive, like, carnivores, omnivores, then why is it so hard to find the bones? And also, uh, I'm trying to find, like, every site kind of says different things. Some say, like, that we haven't found a completed skeleton. Some say that we have found a 100% completed Triceratops skeleton. But, like, the thing is, maybe it's true, but, again, it could be fraudulent. We don't really know. But it's very odd to not find a full skeleton. Um, I'm looking at an article from Forbes right now, uh, written by David Bresson, uh, published, I think, like, two years ago or something. Um, And it kind of gives a history of it. The title of the article is, 150 years after its first discovery, the first complete dinosaur skeleton ever has finally been studied in detail. Um, And I read the entire article, and it doesn't say anything about a complete dinosaur skeleton being found. So if you want to email Forbes and email David Bresson and tell him that his article is bad, uh, I will probably be doing the same. It basically just gives like a detail. It basically just talks about like Richard Owen, who was the guy we talked about before who discovered it in like, 1841 or 1842 who coined the word dinosaurs basically what was going on was a bunch of people were finding bones and uh the this richard owen guy was like uh because like people were finding bones and they're like oh look there's bones over here there's bones over here and this guy was like oh uh they must all be connected let's all call them dinosaurs and so that's where it started from um but like like ross said i'm not really seeing like it, like and this article and I don't you know there's others obviously but this one I mean Forbes is a pretty big publication um and they like there's nothing that this article it seems like it will talk about a fully completed dinosaur skeleton but they they don't have anything um and I know there's also instances like I you know I don't know the full facts here but there's something about New Jersey uh like the dinosaur in New Jersey where they they say they they like they basically found some bones and it's nowhere near complete, but they just like crafted what they thought a dinosaur could look like. But they only have like some. Oh, this is according to them. So this is like their best guess is they have like a tiny part of the skull, and they're like from that they somehow like extrapolate an entire what the head would look like, what the muscle mass would look like, and so like if that's happening on that scale. It's probably happening on a larger scale, too. And they're just saying, well, we found some bones and we're going to guess that they went together like this. And even though we've never found them together like this at all, we've never found anything close to an entire completed skeleton. uh, We're just going to guess that, oh, this must be a leg and this must be, you know, a spine. And we're just going to say that this is a dinosaur. 
Because, and also, I think this is important because all these dinosaurs, like a T-Rex was, I don't know what the first exactly, the kind of dinosaur they found, but I'm sure the T-Rex and, you know, the Stegosaurus, those were dinosaurs that people knew about back in the 1800s. So it's not like they've been like finding like new evidence and like, oh, okay, like we have now that we have enough bones we've collected enough bones to piece these all together like these were all pieced better together back in like the 1800s and that just seems a bit sketch to me personally yeah as a person i mean wayne do you have something to add you seem like okay so also something to consider is i do believe that a lot of the bones that people are thinking are dinosaur bones could possibly be uh like real bones i don't think it's all fraudulent because, I mean, paleontologists do dig it up, and it would be crazy for all of them to be in on it. But uh, if you, like, Google, like, the skeleton of, like, maybe a rabbit or something, it kind of shows, like, you can't really tell what these things are going to look Not like. Not the rabbit thing. Which could lead them to make false claims or something, or these bones could belong to complete other things. Like, these bones could belong to, like, let's say Nephilim or something that was, like, in the Bible, like we don't really know where the bones go. And to me, I'm no doctor or anything or scientist, but I mean, bones just kind of look like bones across, like from all animals. I'm not a vet, but I know what a dog is. <laughs> True. <laughs> but uh, also, something to consider in the Matt Walsh documentary, What is a Woman? Uh, he goes to a women and gender studies professor, doctor at a university, and he says, you study uh, women and gender studies, what is a woman? And he could not tell him. Yeah, and to relate that to what we were talking about, scientists can actually look at bones and tell, like, the gender of humans. So, I mean, the technology is there mm. to, like, kind of, in the defense of dinosaurs, like, th- there in probably the is something with science and, like, they, they could tell things by looking at bones, even though, to me, I think all bones look alike. There is something there. I just am not informed about it at the moment. Um, on the website Quora, which is like a forum website, it's like basically kind of like Yahoo Answers. A very reliable source yeah, for no, this information. Is, this is the top-notch research. Um, the question posed, this was posted, uh, I can't really see. I, I, I'm not super familiar with this website, so I don't know when this was posted. Uh, oh, it looks like six years ago, maybe. Uh, the question is... The question was, uh, when were the first dinosaur bones discovered? Uh, that's the question. And there's a there's an answer here by... This is actually the top answer. By Yoshki Benstada Pandora. And his answer to, when were the first dinosaur bones discovered? He said, dinosaurs were never discovered... They were planted by the Freemasons in order to discredit the Bible. Yeah, which could be true. And like I said about like how dinosaur, bones, <laughs> how dinosaur bones could have been anything. Like I believe that current science, for example, I don't think actual giants like Nephilim were a thing, whereas they are said in the Bible. And I believe that it's possible that they're funneling those bones of the Nephilim to make or craft dinosaurs because those bones would obviously be big now science does say like i actually have an article pulled up 
it is a .com website. It's discovermagazine.com. So I don't know if it's credible. I haven't done my due diligence on the site. However, it FDD. does say that uh, the largest hominoid, uh, and then it says like a really scientific name that I'm not even going to attempt to say, may have stood at 10 feet tall, which, I mean, that is giant to me. But whenever I think of like Nephilim, I think probably bigger than 10 feet tall. But again, I do not know. And going on more of like this could be planted by some secret society in the book Dune and the movie Dune that was just released. Um, there is actually so um, Paul's mom is actually a part of this kind of like a secret society thing. Um, the Bene Gesserit, I think is what it's called. And they actually went to the planet Dune and planted um, a prophecy of some, I, I think like, uh, you know, a, a prince or something like that would come and, you know, be the savior, be the Messiah. Um, and so they actually did that like a thousand years before Paul went to the planet. So whenever, you know, jump a thousand years into the future they can use that to, you know, craft whatever narrative they want. And they use Paul to go into the planet. And basically, they all think that he's the Messiah. And but obviously, he's not. It was just planted by the secret society. So it's possible that all these bones were either like some of them are being covered up as possible Nephilim. And then some of them, like, you know, like a T-Rex skull is just completely fabricated and not true. Yeah. Um, that's a good point by Wyatt. Um, I would say also, so so kind of on a similar thing, it's just... It just feels weird. Um, and, and someone feel free to fact check us. Um, but what it seems like, kind of from the research that we have found, um, I, I think that it's, it kind of seems like they, it, it's a, um, oh, what's it called? It's like a confirmation bias. It's, there's this guy who was like, oh, well, we found some things that look like teeth and we found some bones that maybe look like reptiles. And so basically all the, I'm going to create this theory that they're all connected and called dinosaurs. And then all the big bones that we find in the future, we're just going to assume are dinosaurs. And it's like, well, that doesn't really feel like true. Like that doesn't feel like good, like science. Like, there's a scientific method. You know what I'm talking about? The hypothesis, the, uh, the experiment, the conclusion. Uh, they're just like, all right, so we've got some teeth and we got some bones. Uh, those are dinosaurs. And by the way, anyone who ever discovers any other big bones across the world, those are also dinosaurs. And if you disagree with us, you are stupid and anti-intellectual and uh, you just don't know what you're talking about. And it's like, well, bro, what if these aren't actually dinosaur bones? You haven't actually found a completed one that's connected that makes you think it's this big reptile. You're just piecing them together yourself and making them, you know, you know, you're you're. The like all the ones you've seen, like we've talked about, like if you go to a museum, like Museum of Natural History, or whatever in Washington D.C. at the Smithsonian, like those dinosaur skeletons obviously are not real skeletons. Like those were made 
in China or whatever, like in, in a factory, and they piece them together there based on what they think bones might look like. But all of the real bones are like deep, like in scientific labs somewhere, supposedly, that only top researchers can look at. Like the general public, we can't go look at those bones, so we don't actually know what they look like. So in the defense of dinosaurs here, uh, my voice keeps on cracking sometimes. Hopefully the mic doesn't pick that up as much. You'll hit puberty soon. Uh, Thank you. But uh, so a lot of those bones are actual, like they're molds of actual bones or casts or whatever. So it's not like they're completely just like making them, but they are at least inspired by other bones. But if we can't look at them, how do we know that? Even if we could, unfortunately, we ourselves are not smart enough to dissect. But no, yeah, but I mean... I, I think that's what that is true. the whole thing is. Like, like, how are we certain of basically anything in this field if they're not letting us look at it and really... Like, because they, they like don't even let anyone go examine. Like, you have to be, you know... And you can we can talk about how they they are possibly placing people in certain positions, too, from possible Freemason society, secret society stuff, Illuminati, whatever. And so there's only certain people that can go and examine these supposed dinosaur bones. Like we will never see a real dinosaur bone. Uh, I think that museums might have some on the soy, but in the defense of dinosaurs, they're they just can. saying they're real if they even Which, have. No, some. it's true. It can be fraudulent at the end of the day. We do not know. But I mean, if these are like, what, 250 million years old, that could just be a random number. It's I just feel like maybe I heard that in a science class. But like, I mean, they're probably gonna be really fragile. They're apparently really rare, even though dinosaurs once dominated the Earth. I don't know why they're rare, if that's the case. But that is what we are led to believe. So I think that's probably why they don't want the general public doing that. And, you know, if they're so rare and stuff, and honestly, bones are cool. Dinosaurs are cool, like looking at them. So people might, like, they're probably worth a lot of money. People might steal them. No, and I I agree. But, like, the Mona Lisa is on display in a museum. And that's, like, one of the, I don't know, is that, like, the highest most rare expensive painting ever like if that's on display and that's never been stolen it's never been um vandalized whatever you want to call it like i can't go and just look at a real dinosaur bone what damage would that do i think that there might be a fake one on display but i honestly do not know Uh, but even then there is a difference in my opinion this might be controversial but at the end of the day uh, the Mona Lisa was created by a human an artist, whereas if dinosaurs were real, they were created by God. So one is, even though like it's a one of a kind, it's harder to replicate. So here's something interesting, also taken from that a Quora comment. Um, Ross, while I'm talking about this, you're going to want to look this up so you can expound on it and fill in the gaps. But this comment mentioned something called the Pilt down man that is p-i-l-t down man um and this is pretty interesting so this is from wikipedia but ross is gonna do some fact checking and some digging while i'm reading this but i'm just gonna go ahead and just read the uh, this is the second paragraph on wikipedia so in 1960 er, <clears throat> wow in 1912 charles dawson who is an amateur archaeologist from britain i believe 
<clears throat> sorry, claimed in 1912, he claimed that he had discovered the missing link between ape and man. In February 1912, Dawson contacted uh, some guy, keeper of geology at the Natural History Museum, uh, Arthur, stating he had found a section of a human-like skull near somewhere in Britain. That summer, they they went to the site and supposedly found more stuff, and then they reconstructed it, and they said, look, we found this skeleton of an ancient human ancestor from like 500,000 years ago. Uh, this proves evolution is real. We found the bones. Here they are. Here's everything. This is in 1912. This is over 100 years ago that this happened. They were like, look, we found these bones. Uh, this proves that humans evolved we look we even put it together and we can see here's where they were monkeys or whatever here's where the, here's the missing link here we found the middle stage and now we can look at our skeletons and be skulls or, or in, as as modern humans um well in 1953 which is like 40 years later uh it was discovered it was all a hoax like literally every it was all a scam done by these two guys and none of it was real at all and so, but it's crazy because for 40 years, like people believed this, like it wasn't questioned. You were thought of as like intellectually, like you, you basically had to commit like intellectual suicide to question them. Cause you were like, they were like, Oh no, they have skeletons. We have fossils, blah, 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 blah. This is true. And it's like, well, 40 years later, actually it was a scam and they planted the whole thing and it's just not real. So I bring this up to say, and I had never heard of this until right now. So I'm, I might be missing, I might not have the full story. But what it's, I think the, at least the general gist here is in the past, the scientific paleontologic archaeologic archaeological community uh, has fabricated fossils and has fabricated skeletons to try to, you know, just prove a point that already exists and to try to just confirm their already existing bias instead of maybe seeing that this isn't true. And they created false fossil and false skeleton bones. So if they did it then and people believed it for half a century they could still be doing it now. Yes, absolutely. What you said is like true. I confirmed it while you were, uh, I also found the same Wikipedia page. I confirmed I, it too <laughs> myself, but I also saw other sources. But Actually, yeah, yeah. uh, the, the head of the archeological society just walked in the door and he confirmed it too. <laughs> yeah. But that is like a big issue I've always had with evolution. And I honestly think it's ridiculous to believe in. Uh, at least on a macro scale, like obviously like, like for example, sickle cells or whatever, if you guys know about that disease, that is an example of uh, natural selection, which kind of leads to evolution, but on a very, very small scale, which is real and that is provable. But like, why is there no middle between a monkey and a man? No. Yeah. And like, I mean, I don't know how long exactly they're saying these dinosaur bones are, but like they're saying millions of years. And I'm fairly certain that I don't think, are they saying that humans existed millions of years ago? I'm not a hundred percent, but like, yeah. So like, I don't know. I feel like with like, I feel like we have a dinosaur bone that they are saying is this many millions of years old. And we also are saying that humans evolved from an ape between this like millions of years old but and we have dinosaur bones from this era but we don't have a cross between a monkey and a human or whatever you want to call that it, it kind of goes know. along with I, what we've been I, I, that's saying that's with zero research done that's just me kind of no spitballing it does it goes along with like kind of what everybody's been saying 
um, like the way the way that Lane described it as intellectual suicide to deny to deny dinosaurs at this point. Evolution is kind of the same thing, in my opinion. Um, it's just widely accepted, and like everybody's like, yeah, if you don't believe in evolution, you're an idiot. Yet there's no proof. There's no missing link. There's no proof that evolution actually does happen. Even and this is even like heavily infiltrating Christians like today. Like I like talk to Christian people. I talk to people at church about stuff like this, and they're like, "Oh yeah, well you know the seven day creation is a metaphor." And I'm like, "Bro, like what are you talking about?" And they're like, "Well, the Earth is a million billion years old, obviously." And I'm like, "Well, how do you know that?" And they're like, "Uh, scientists." And I'm like, well, bro, what do you mean? I mean, who do you, who do you trust more, scientists or God? So, um, the next question, I guess, would be... Well, I have you, something on point here. So do I. Well, you're asking a question. Well, yeah, but like, it's... Mine relates to so deeply to what Lane Do said. you believe in carbon, carbon dating? And like... I don't even know what that is. Like, the age... No like, shot. <laughs> okay. Um, but what I was going to say is, I know someone, uh, personally... And they told me they're like the the light from the star took sixty five million to years to reach us. So doesn't that prove that the like whatever Earth has been around or like the universe has been around for sixty five million years? No. And the defense that I read up on or like that sounds that sounds the most valid to you know debunk this was when God made Adam, did he make like a fetus or did he make like you know, a man first. And the answer is he made a man. Yeah. So whatever, you know, God made the universe in seven days, seven real days, um, he made the universe as it is basically now. Like he made probably whenever he made, you know, a deer, he made a fully grown deer, not a, you know, deer, a fetus, whatever you want to call that. Um, so whenever people are like, oh, well, this light has been, going for 65 million years and you know that proves it to me it really doesn't like god made the universe is that true? what are you asking is true i thought the light from the sun made to earth in like six minutes not the sun a star oh okay um and so like that so yeah like you know if god made a man then he made a star us being able to view the stars like immediately yeah and uh lane do you have something to add this more on topic mine is kind it is mine directly relates to what wyatt just said okay then you could go ahead and go first uh i i was just wanting just to like kind of summarize uh what wyatt was saying just how i understand the argument that he's making because i have said the same thing to people so just very simply when god made adam when you looked at adam when he was five minutes old he looked like he was 30 years old really we know he had only existed for five minutes god had only made him for five minutes but he made him a full-grown man so we know adam was five minutes old but he looked like he was 30 years old very similarly when he made the earth we know the earth is only ten thousand years old but it looks like it's 63 million years old that's yeah. how i understand which it. that is a very good point. That is a very, I, and I don't think I've honestly ever thought about it like that. I th I've always viewed it as like, oh, they're looking at it wrong. Like they're looking at like the earth and they're just like, you know, erosion, whatever. I don't know how they do all that, but I've just been like, they're looking at this wrong, but it's possible that 
earth just looks that old, yet it's not. It's just how God made the earth because it's awesome or something like that. Yeah, but also you have to consider <laughs> – Based even. Uh, like just science. Like science has to have evolution. It has to have the earth being so absolutely like old because – Science cannot acknowledge God because God is unexplainable, which it honestly like is. That's kind of like I I can't even comprehend or think about it because he's just been there forever. It is hard to think about. And like that is why science has to go out of their way to like maybe accept like fraudulent stuff without peer reviewing or have very uh, big bias going into things because it just does not make sense to say otherwise unless you acknowledge the existence of something unexplainable like god but yeah i think um is there anything we missed basically we're at 45 minutes right now so i just if we want to summarize anything or if there's anything we missed or you guys want to talk about um let me do a quick google search i i brought up i brought up what did i um, miss about the dinosaurs (laughs) no i brought up carbon dating let me make sure I know what it is. <laughs> I think um, basically, I think the carbon dating thing is basically Earth looks old, but it's not. That's basically carbon dating in a nutshell. My roommate, I was possible. talking to my roommate, who's an atheist, lib, by the way, uh, uh, and he, I was asked, I was talking to him, and I was like, you know, something about the Earth, and he was like, well, what about carbon dating? And I was like, okay, explain it to me. Explain to me what carbon dating is. According, like, how do you know? According and he was to like, this. Uh, half-lives or something? I was like, yeah, like, you don't even know. Like, it's literally, and here's a quote um, by a very, uh, it, it, like a, like a kind of, I think, pretty world-renowned philosopher, Eric Dubay, uh, once said um, something, I, I don't know verbatim, but very wise man. Uh, you know, many books and documentaries he's made, uh, lots of good stuff there. Uh, he said something like blindly or, or, or I want to get it right. It was something like following science because scientists say it isn't true science. That's religion. And that religion is not really even based around anything. So it's a bad religion. I botched that quote. I'll look it up for a future podcast. I'm also pretty sure even he was quoting someone. So we'll clear that up in a future episode. But but the but the point stands just to blindly follow quote science because scientists say it's true. Like that's not science. Like if he's just like, oh well, people smarter than me say carbon dating and half life, so it must be true. Like if you if you can't explain it, explain why you believe something, I don't think you should believe in it personally as a person. Yeah, and just like this is all wrapped up in our schools now. So literally like millions and millions and millions of children are going through school, learning about evolution, learning about dinosaurs, learning about gravity, learning about all this stuff that in reality, when looking at it, like I'm an adult now, I'm like, is this 100% true? Like what is what they're telling me in school 100% true? Because I remember learning about evolution and just I was raised in a Christian home, and so I always felt weird about it. Um, luckily, we didn't. I was not really into biology. I only had taken like one class in high school, and they didn't really cover it that much. So luckily, there wasn't that much on it. Um, but I remember do like I remember feeling a bit weird about it in school. But I'm definitely glad that I'm just 
and even if I am wrong, it in reality it doesn't really matter if I'm wrong or right. I'm just glad that I'm asking the questions because I think that's important. Like blindly, blindly following the herd, you know, sheep being, you know, that we have that word sheep, you know, that is actually important. Ah. <laughs> it's important that, you know, you ask these types of questions because you shouldn't just be following everything blindly. And, you know, that relates to, you know, you know, whatever religion you're following, look actually what you're following, what, like, what are you actually believing and what is your actually faith you know built on true okay and this is um relating to what i was talking about after my five second google search um it's an interesting fact so carbon dating is um according to this if i can find it it is a method for determining the age of an object containing organic material by using the properties of radiocarbon so then after that i did a follow-up search um and looked up the the oldest thing ever carbon dated. And according to this, it was the, um, this is according to nature.com, the oldest single tree for which this has been done. A bristlecone pine from California was about 5,000 years old. So that does line up with our theories. The the things that um, come up apparently as uh, for carbon dating as super old, it says on here that there was like a rock or like a fossil found like 3.5 billion years ago is what it says. But rocks are not organic material, believe it or not. So, well, what I in this I'm quoting, I'm not quoting, but I, I watched a debate between Bill Nye and Ken Ham and something that Ken Ham discussed was about carbon dating and how it's kind of a loose scientific um, method or process, however you want to describe the process that they use. But Tenham described that they had found like a tree and a rock within the same, like, you know, I, I like they took a sample and found a tree and a rock in the same sample. And they dated the rock like billions of years old. And they dated like the tree, like millions of years old. And the tree was like within the rock. So it's like, what is even really happening here? I feel like this is just, I feel like they don't even know what's really, you know, going on. Well, according to my Google search, the timelines do line up for uh, like an around 6,000 year. I would not agree with that. I would 100% not agree. I mean, I haven't done a deep dive. Well, not I, I, not disagreeing with what the source is saying, but disagreeing like they've carbon dated things billions of years. Yes, old. and and I've seen the, what you're talking about with the billions of years, and I think they're talking about like your tree is an example of a living tree, where they've carbon dated like fossils. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I no, yes, I think what what that source is saying is they they took a sample of a living tree in California and they found it to be five thousand years old. Don't okay. quote me on that. And maybe maybe I'm not understanding how they're doing this but whenever i read the definition of carbon dating it said organic material and in like my opinion unless i'm like just wrong if you're like a fossil is a rock there is no organic material left so i don't know but all i'll say is i was gonna say something so important i forgot i'm sure there's dang it i mean i don't know but i'm sure there probably is some organic material left in the fossil i could be completely wrong Lane looks like he might know, but I don't know. No idea. 
But uh, just to wrap things up, yeah, either way, I actually do have one point I want to say, but basically with carbon dating, let's say they could say to wrap up carbon dating at least, like they say this proves that something is like maybe a billion years old. At the end of the day, I don't want to be that guy, but how do you really know? The answer is you don't because there's no documented history that far back or anything to go on. No, and what what I was – I remembered what I was going to say is you will never meet anyone that actually understands the process of how they actually carbon date something. Like that is – you will never meet someone who actually understands how this process actually works because one, there's so few people probably that actually know what they're doing and two, um, those people are important people and you're not going to meet them and three, it actually is probably – not a real science or there's there's some sketchy things going on i would ju- i'm just skeptical that they would like why would they date something a billion years old versus two billion like that's that's a very very large amount of time like what would you see in something that you could make that assumption between a billion or you know 500 million it's it just it seems a bit too far too much of a stretch for me absolutely i agree i think we are admittedly like very ill-informed about carbon dating. So I think oh, we know fine. nothing. This entire podcast, we know nothing about. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, but in our defense, nobody knows anything. We just think about like the opposition and we at least try to think things through, in my opinion. The purpose of this podcast is to be for normal people having normal conversations. None of us are experts in any field, but, uh, we ask the questions because we are not sheep. Yeah. And I mean, like when we openly like admit that we know nothing and that no one knows nothing. And our, our goal is genuinely to learn like, and because for, I mean, for most of our lives, like, I mean, yeah, like I've always felt iffy about like dinosaurs, but I've, I've believed in them forever until kind of recently, you know, I've kind of felt like evolution, you know, blah, blah, blah. Genesis doesn't really work out, but I, but I, I haven't really questioned it. Um, but, but as we're getting older and about to, you know, soon be entering true, truly being, a, entering adulthood and, and, or young adulthood or whatever, like, like when we're truly going to be entering the real world, I think it's important for people to start questioning things um, and, and admit that we just don't know. Yeah, and I think like just being able to like critically think on your own and form your own opinions about everything, even if it was stated as fact. Because I mean, back to what Lane said about uh, uh, Piltdown Man or whatever, like it was a fact for like forty years or whatever. The Black Pill Man. <laughs> there, it was a fact for like 40, 40 years <laughs> that like there was a link between like apes and humans. And guess what? It was all fraud. It was all a lie. So it just is kind of open your eyes, but okay. So circling back all the way to the beginning, just like kind of my final statement. Uh, I talked about how like dragons were kind of all over ancient history. I did look for like some things about dinosaurs, which even though the term of dinosaurs are new, but there are, which again, they could be fake. We don't know. I don't even, I haven't even seen these actual sites for myself. Could be like computer renderings or something. I honestly have no idea. But I do see like carvings of things that do look like what we believe are dinosaurs, but very, very minimal amount to like what I've seen with dragons. But I did just want to say that to where maybe dinosaurs 
did exist and like it was recorded in ancient history by the end of the day i do not know and that is all i want to say personally for the rest of this podcast so i'll just hand the mic off and let you guys talk wrap things up my final thing is, you know, I agree everything we've said so far. I agree. I, I do want to state, though, and I think it's important, especially coming from like a Christian biblical point of view. I, I to me, there are these are good things to talk about and these are issues that are important. But there are there's a difference in an issue that is crucial to someone's faith and salvation and not. And and I think while I believe the earth to be you know, 10 to 12,000 years old, not sure if I believe in dinosaurs anymore, certainly don't believe in any sort of macro evolution. I don't think as from a Christian point of view, necessarily, that means you can't believe in evolution. I, I, I think you can still be a Christian. I think you could still be a genuine, true Christian and go to heaven and have a personal relationship with Jesus and believe the earth is a, is a million billion years old. Like, I don't think this is a crucial salvation issue. I, I think it's important to read what the Bible says and to understand what the Bible says and to take what it says as fact and to understand that's the word of God. But at the end of the day, I think you can have a relationship with God and believe in dinosaurs and believe in evolution and believe the earth is a hundred million years old, even if I disagree personally. I just have a correction to make. I think at the very beginning of this episode, um, I think I may have accidentally said, uh, the the dragon or the beast from the west and um i meant east and it's been bothering me this whole time so i just want to say that if you go west far enough you get east (laughs) um but yeah i think that wraps everything up basically what we come down to is we don't know (laughs) so i do have to even though i said i was done talking if you go west you go west forever and same with East. I don't know why why it said if you go west long enough, you hit east. That is incorrect statement because of how north is. Anyways, that was a dumb statement by Ross. Aren't they all? And that's the podcast. Thank you for watching. Thank you for watching.